Welcome to your journey to greatness through routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes and I'm author of the book and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in this important series on the dangers of isolation and loneliness. And I want to note at this point that I've been pulling a lot of information out of a very, very recent article written by Catherine Offord, uh, dated July, August of 2020, called How Social Isolation Affects the Brain. Um, it's out of the scientist.com. Now, it, this could not be more timely because we are dealing with a very different environment for people. I mean, so many people are faced with the threat of or the actuality of isolation at many levels. And it's it's something that can be incredibly devastating for um, young people as well as old people and even in the middle. <laughs> so um, it's important that these facts are understood. Now, rather than, you know, just continuing with this article and pulling information not only from the article but from my own experience... Um, I want to quickly start moving you towards the solutions. So um, I, I just wanted to share a few other thoughts on the isolation factor. Um, and then we're going to start getting into the, the different positive strategies or solutions that we have for you to uh, reverse of it. Because while the impact of total isolation or isolation can be severe, the good news is that all the effects are reversible. And I've shared that before because here's the thing, you know, neuroplasticity. All right, you can wire it, you can unwire it. I have shared this before, and it's worth sharing again for this series, but uh, neuroplasticity is the opportunity to grow new neural networks, but also there's a process called neural pruning, which is part of neurogenesis, and it's a natural process that when you don't need certain thoughts or skills or ideas anymore, you're not using them, or you've replaced them, then they unwire themselves, because your neurons can only hold so many connections. You have 100 billion neurons, and with those neurons, they have created a thousand trillion synaptic connections. So you have so many connections. And, you know, if it, and it's been probably 30 years for me since I did an algebra problem. So I don't have those neural connections anymore. They're gone. They've, they've denatured. I don't need them. So use them or lose them. Well, the same is true with what we're talking about now. You have the ability to rewire those areas that, that are not uh, serving you anymore in any way, shape, or form. So let's talk about some more positive ways in which we can reverse these uh, these feelings of isolation, these these struggles and uh, areas where maybe it's haunting us in some way, shape, or form. Well, one way you can do it is stay connected to your network, however you can. Okay, plan to support other people you know and in, in who are in more challenging situations, and schedule regular Zoom calls or calls or text messages. Oftentimes, I'll just pick up the phone and just start going through my list and. As I'm led to uh, reach out to certain contacts, I'll just write a friendly note or a kind word or a prayer or something of that nature. Um, but take time to reach out to people. You could write a card. You could write a letter. Um, you, could, uh, you, could, you could reach out on a social media channel and send something nice to them. 
But um, research has shown that it helping others or being kind to others not only has a positive impact on the person that receives it, but the person providing the support. So all of this is creating the right neurochemicals, the right thought processes, and the right activities to pull yourself away from those feelings of, of isolation. And, you know, I realize that when we get into situations where, you know, it's, it's not our fault, in other words, it was mandated on us or we were forced into it, it's easy to sink into the pit of pity and of, of feeling it isn't fair, it isn't right, of anger, of frustration. I understand all of that. And you wouldn't be normal if you didn't have at least an inkling of those kinds of feelings when you're in those situations. But I can also tell you that uh, we need to choose. We can be either bitter or better. Uh, we can decide to be the victim or the victor. It is a choice. It is a choice no matter what. It's still a choice. You can choose to rise above it or allow it to swallow you up. Um, it, it's always going to be a choice, okay? So uh, the next one is is to get creative with your personal goals. So you know what? You probably hadn't had an opportunity in the past. Now might be a good time to make a list of everything that you'd like to accomplish. Um, during days of, of hectic weekly schedules and a bustle, the usual mantras begin with something, well, if I only had some time. Well, if you are facing some isolation, now might be the time to get your, your, your home office organized or to create a new home office for, so that you feel um, you know, confident in, in the space that you're working in. Maybe catch up on some home improvements. Uh, there are a number of other things. Spend time with your children. You could uh, take up exercise or walking. Uh, take that 30,000 foot view of your lifestyle, of your daily routine, of the time you get up, the time you go to bed, the things that you do in between those times, and rearrange it if you need to. Rearrange it in, in ways that, that will make you feel, um, you know, uh, fulfilled and excited about each day and what it might bring to you. Does that mean it's going to be the optimum of what you had before? No, of course not. But if you can adjust to new ways of living and thinking and, and processing your every day, you will find yourself getting more and more satisfied with the way that things are now. Okay. Um, and isolation is, is you know, obviously a, um, it takes a toll on us. But if we can find creative ways in which we can spend that time and try to maintain those connections and, and get that sense of accomplishment or progress, it can help can definitely help. So I have a few more ideas to offer you in these situations. Um, you could um, possibly start uh, listening to a new podcast or start reading a new book that maybe, you know, you have never had before and always wanted or one that you've never started or finished. You could go ahead and complete that, making the most of it, taking some notes and maybe even sending some letters to relay some of the information onto somebody else who may benefit from it. Obviously not in spite, but in kindness or encouragement uh, with that mindset. Um, and uh, you could also uh, learn to uh, maybe take up a new hobby, crocheting, knitting, drawing, painting, singing, dancing, um, learning a new language perhaps, uh, you know, becoming bilingual, which is incredibly valuable and will be um, you know, if you get the opportunity to come out of the isolation situation, using your mind for creative, uh, for creativity and using your mind for connectivity are some of the greatest ways in which you can maintain a strong state of mind and walk away from isolation um, without being entirely mentally crippled in some way, shape, or form. All right, so um, I've run out of time for today. We will come back to this tomorrow. I have a few other ideas to share with you. 
This is Michelle Steffes, your journey to greatness through routine. And yes, we landed right back on routine again, just like we always do, because that's what it's all about. And I look forward to talking to you again tomorrow. Have an amazing day. And thank you for joining me.